When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, well, no sats. He's on a junker to New Zealand with the SEN crew. Uh, the hard workers are back in the Sports Day studio tonight. Of course, I'm referring to Jack and Badge. Hello, Badge. Hey. How are you? Hello, Woogie. How are you? Mate, all right. Did you get over that overindulgence? <laughs> no, it wasn't. And how dare you? What, how... what was wrong? How dare you? Even suggest that having six Big Macs would make anyone sick. Well, how dare you say I that? I forgot who I was talking about, but... What was the matter? What? I had everything. I had everything. I had the had the squirts. I had aching skin and my back and my neck are gone. So I've got nerve damage running down my neck and my arm. Right. Either that or it's a stroke. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, mate, apart Jeez, from that. Sounds like you're in the wars. I am in the wars. Everything just happened at once, mate. How Did you been? Did you get attacked by a bin chicken or something? <laughs> no. I'm on a bin chicken. Uh, I don't know. I just oh, keep my... thinking about it. Oh, I heard some news today that... Because everyone, no one likes bin chickens. I was going to bring it up in That's Ridiculous, but I'll, I'll do it now. You know how good they could be for us? What to eat? They have learned, they, they eat cane toads. You know, cane toads excrete yeah. that yeah. poison, whatever out. They've learned to, uh, to, to eat them they probably and, not, get, and not die. They probably get drunk from it. This is our myxomatosis for the rabbits. Bin right. chickens can control. Now, what would you rather have? Cane toads in your backyard or bin chickens? Hmm. No, it's a, actually a tough one. It is. It? <laughs> I can hit a cane toad with a, well, a club. I can't hit a bin chicken. Well, see, at least for us, for I, I, the dog can chase the bin chickens out. But if there's a cane toad out there, I said stay away. I don't want the dog. It to is a pretty dangerous. Yeah, of course. So, of course. Oh, there. The mortal enemy to the cane toad is the bin chicken. I've got a cat, Covey. She's two, mm. and she's fearless. Bin chickens will eat them too. But she's fearless, mate. She, oh, she? she chases everything. Cane toads, frogs. Uh, Dogs? And, no. no uh, oh, she does hassle our dog, but uh, bees is her new thing. She thinks she can play with those. And mm. she got stung the other day. That'd and be funny. But didn't she? Blow up? Didn't she have fun? I would love to see licking that. Licking her lips for ages while she's got these things sticking out. stung on the lips? She's got stung on the oh. lips. Yeah, not good for her. Hey, Shane Watson's never been stung on the lips. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, he's uh, going to join us. He's going to talk about, uh, obviously, the ODI series and a new book that's come out. Uh, Justin Langer. Also, the um, it was in Mwoolumba, northern New South Wales, yesterday, uh, and they, they donated. He's part of a, a project with yeah. Woolworths. They donated 50 grand to help Jeez, rebuild the clubhouse good. and help with cricket registrations and yeah, nice. good stuff. Yeah, they've done it tough with all the floods oh, and, and all that sort of stuff. Socceroos, obviously, uh, beaten by France this morning 
I was an idiot who got up at uh, five. I could have been back in bed by ten past five. That was about it. It was all over after that for us. Oh, no, ten past five, we were up one nil. I know. I was happy. I could have went back to bed after Oh, that. okay. Yeah. 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 I yeah, wasted my time. Turned around after that. Hey, Justin Langer has come out strongly against Cricket Australia and some of its players. Also, that's ridiculous. We will talk about bin chickens. Uh, if you want to win yourself a, a new Ziggy, not good for bin chickens, by Ziggler and Brown Barbecue this summer. Or I Go to iCanWin.com.au. You could score yourself one of those free to enter. This is Sports Day, the eight-seat Kia Carnival. It's a grand utility vehicle. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, for authorised uh, car service, book into your local Repco authorised service and a Badge and Jace here tonight. Hey, you see Tom Flegler's knocked back a massive offer, reportedly a massive offer of about $4 million for Manly to stay well, at the Broncos long-term, Is it that big? I mean, yeah, $4 million, okay, if that's over a few years, but it's over six years. So six seventy-five a year. He's a very good front row. Of course, he played for Queensland in 2021. Um, big future. And I, I'm glad that he's staying, uh, staying put. He wants to uh, ply his trade with the Broncos, and he's been with them for a long time. Uh, look, and, and he might—I don't know what he'd be on five hundred. He'd be on pretty good money. What, what do you reckon? The and and he doesn't have to commit for six years. That's a long time to commit with Manly. So um, doesn't have to. Move. Don't blame me. Six seventy-five. Where would that put him in the stratosphere of props, payment-wise, uh, in the comp? Yeah, it's pretty high, isn't it? Well, no, I think there'd be some getting eight and nine hundred, wouldn't there? Some Jeez. of the, the best players, the best props. So, um, yeah, look, you've got a big future. Uh, remember, you go to go, to, you move to the Northern Beaches, and it's going to be uh, all of a sudden everything's a bit more expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you live on the Northern Beaches of Brisbane. Yeah, nudgy. Beautiful. <laughs> nice golf course. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, and, and Jeremiah Nanai has got a good forwards. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a Sydney club chasing him for a deal of about four point two mil over five years. Well, that's eight hundred and a bit a year, isn't it? That's yeah. uh that's eight twenty serious money. Eight twenty five. Yeah, you say eight forty. Um I that's think so. serious money, Woogie. Uh and he's a gun player. Yeah. Uh I don't know what he's gonna do. We don't know who this is, eh? He said it'd be hard for him to leave the Cowboys. He wants to stay there, but um, you know he's been—he's just been away with the Kangaroos, and he's playing Origin. And the guy can, is a seriously good player, like a, a match winner. So I—I I can understand why he's not. That's—I don't think the Cowboys would be offering that sort of money. Do we know what Sydney club it is? No. I'd, which I Sydney club you. would? I was gonna, which Sydney club would benefit from him? Did you say rich or which? Which? Yeah. Oh, don't tell a me. A rich one. Don't tell me. They're no, not. I don't know. It's not the bloody roosters. How can they afford this? Who said it was? I'm starting to yell at the cloud. You are. Could be the Bulldogs. Uh, Dylan Brown Could looks be like he'll be staying at the Eels. Um, the Bulldogs try to get him. Mm. Try to get him. And, you know, he's a very good player too. I still think he's he's, he's still he's still not quite the finished product. Very good player. Um did some good stuff in the uh, with the New Zealand side in the at the World Cup and might even be better for that experience. He's still pretty young. And the Bulldogs and the Tigers too wanted Mitch Moses. Yeah, yeah, they wanted. Yeah, the, the Tigers wanted him to go back home. And is he Why staying? Is he staying at the Eels? Well, I believe they, so. They, they love him there. Yeah, they want yeah. Him there. Well, apparently, look, it's going to be hard for him to keep, him, but I think he'll stay. I, mm. I think. Uh, it, where's he? Where's his better premiership prospects at? 
Uh, I'd still say yeah. the Eels. Even though they've yeah, had a few would. departures, Absolutely. they're still ahead of the Bulldogs. Yeah. Now, in a couple of years' Tigers. time, we might go, wow, the Bulldogs have re- and the Tigers have really rebuilt and they're strong. But, yeah, you're right. At the moment, it's the Eels. Of course, the Sharks, they've got the NRLW side next year. And Tony Herman yep. is their inaugural coach. Former front rower. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's got the job. I think he coached, well, I know he coached their side in the the local competition and now they've made that step up. There's a, there's a bunch of new teams, isn't there? The, Ra- the Raiders, um, yeah, I think there's four new teams, including the Raiders and Sharks. So Tony Herman, good work, good uh, good honour for him. And Josh Adokar, who I think was one of the players of the uh, the World Cup. Well, he made the team of the tournament. Yeah, well, I think. He's very good. Some of those tries he scored, I mean. Yeah. Unbelievable. He he said he put a lot of hard work in to, to pay back uh, the favour that Mao showed in him. Yes. In that team. And he, remember, this guy didn't even get a run for New South Wales at exactly. Origin. Exactly. So, you know, that would have really lit the fire in his belly, wouldn't it, as mm. well? You know, and he said, oh, it, it, it didn't bother him that much missing out for New South Wales. He just knuckled down and played club, club footy. It would have hurt. Um, when you're a rep player and you're one mm. of the best in the comp and you suddenly you don't, you know, you get overlooked, it would hurt. So... He had the opportunity and he just did uh, did really well uh, and made the – he equaled the record, Val Holmes' record. It was actually 12 tries, wasn't it? Val Holmes scored in 2017. He scored six in one game, five in another and another one. So um, Josh Adokar got himself a, a fiver. How's that in one game? I know. At, in a test Outstanding. match. In yeah. a test match. Right, that's our footy update. You can lie on your local rep authorised service centre. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Dead straight. The place to go, and Shane Watson has converted to the three figures. Champion innings. Yeah, 59 tests and 190 ODIs as well. A handful of T20s, and he is one of Australia's greatest all-rounders. He's got a great concept and great support for for local cricket. And that man is Shane Watson. You just heard he's joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Shane? I'm going great. How are you guys? Really good. good. Really good. The Woolworths Cricket Blast. Tell us more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm here in Mwoomba uh, Career Club um, to this afternoon. Uh, Woolworths have been um, kind of, well, very kind to be able to donate fifty thousand dollars to Mwoomba Career Club. They were hit very, very hard as a lot of communities around Australia have been hit so hard by the floods over the last um, over the last year. So, um, Woolworths have donated fifty thousand dollars to be able to help them get back on their feet to renovate their their clubhouse. It was hit so badly by the floods. Um, very um, a very important barbecue. Um, to be able to help everyone sort of um, get the feeling that they need as well um, and also just help the registration for the young T20 cricket blast as well. So there's, um, yeah, it's a great initiative from Woolworths because um, that's what the community is all about, to be able to help people get back on their feet when they hit some um, tough times. Yeah, good on you, Watto. And this sort of stuff's needed uh, everywhere and great stuff from, from Woolworths for helping out. So this is also going to cover registration fees, I believe, for uh, for the kids for the yeah, the cricket blast, as you said. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, obviously, with um, this community being hit so hard by by the floods, it's just um, yeah, Woolworths are, are going to be paying for the registration fees for the the Woolworths cricket blast for, for next season for any young boy and girl who who signs up just to be able to help them um, on well find find their feet uh, to get back on their feet. Yeah, it's, it's glad, I'm glad to see you doing this because last time, well, actually, probably um, the last time I, I, I spoke to you, it's Gary Belcher, we were, it was about 20 years ago, yeah. and you came up with the origin side up to Corumban Valley at Gwingana. For, we had a bit of a cricket yeah. match. We always played a traditional cricket match. I think it came up with heels. Is that right? And I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, That's I'm right. I reminded Sats off the air. I think that was the time when 
Steve Walters, one of the managers, came out and batted his whole innings nude. <laughs> Was that the same? <laughs> <laughs> the same one? I'm not sure. Oh gosh, I, I remember that. I remember that that time like it was yesterday. I've always been a huge. Um, well, gosh, growing up Ipswich, I was a huge State of Origin Queensland fan. So that was one of the, one of the highlights of my of my life was being a part of the Origin camp. Now, one of the ho- one of the highlights would <laughs> not, not be Steve Walters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's had he had his big big fat blurter. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, now, to what wouldn't have been great scenes is um, is seeing the the devastation that has happened to to local sporting clubs and most notably the Moolumbah Cricket Club. There, what's the damage been like? Have you seen it firsthand? Now you've been there. Yeah, so the the damage has really been is, is especially around the the clubhouse. So the canteen um, facilities just been they've been wiped out because of the because of the floods. Um, the ground is gradually sort of getting back to back to it back to its best um, but it's just been so difficult for, for the club to be able to just um, well yeah the canteen's not existent so it's been a, a very needed much needed thing to be able to help this, the career club get back on its feet and the, and most importantly as um, I know from a cricket perspective the career clubs within local uh, within local towns are the heartbeat of the community so it's so important to be able to help the career clubs get back on their feet because you know cricket's uh, um, the summertime is is all about cricket, so it's such an important important time. And you can hear all the kids in the background having as much fun as possible, and and it's a great initiative of covering the covering the the registration fees. And what's been the feedback with registration numbers in and around those regional areas? What I was is it still very strong? Well, it's been, it's been a tough time in these in the regional areas and around Australia in, in general, just because of obviously COVID to start with, and then going into the um, devastation of the floods in these regional communities in particular. So, um, the registrations are really starting to pick up here. They've, um, here at the Moolumbah Career Club and in around the Tweed Coast, uh, they, they are seeing uh, the registrations really start to pick up now. Um, but it has been a very tough time for for all communities and all all community support with. Um, the challenges that have been around for the last couple of years, but things are definitely starting to pick up. And and this um, donation by West will certainly help the youngsters continue to be able to um, get in, get into cricket and, and start their journey um, of the the great game, great game of cricket, which has been so good, uh, such a huge part of my life. Yeah, well, while you're out there helping the grassroots, what are the uh, the big boys are underway? Travis had 150, and and Davey Warner scored a. A ton. Looks like we've got our uh, our openers locked down, especially especially Travis Head for the uh, the short, long, and, and mid term. Oh, absolutely! Travis Head certainly made the most of his opportunity to be able to open the batting, and 152 yeah. is a is a great statement to say that this is this is my position. So, um, like anything in life, you need to be uh, ready to take an opportunity that comes your way. And Travis Head, by getting 150 today, is certainly certainly able to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great great time for him to be able to put his hand up with that opportunity that's there. Do you reckon the Poms have taken their foot off the throat a bit since they won the T20, or is it just we're, we're far and away a, a better um, ODI team than we are in the uh, the shorter format? I England are a very, a very good one-day in T20 team. I think they're just still in celebration mode after winning the T20 World Cup, which is an amazing achievement yeah. from, their, from their group within... Um, with a new captain, with a new with a new coach, with Matthew Mott as well. So um, I still think they're probably, probably still celebrating such a such a great achievement. Obviously, the Australians have had to regroup very quickly, and they've got a, a lot of those players, and the team have got a lot of a, you know big points to prove. So um, you can see why the Aussies have been so dominant in this series, knowing that the English have 
still probably enjoying a few beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, now we're talking to Shane Watson here on Sports Day. Shane, you would obviously keep an eye on the all-rounders and currently Cam Green seems to be the man for Australia. Everyone keeps questioning what sort of format he'll fit into. Is he the all-rounder that will fit into all formats, you think? Oh, he certainly is, yeah. He's got he's got all the skills. He's uh, He's got the foundations of a incredibly sound technique to be able to play very well and um, for a long period of time in test cricket and then he's got the power and the and the skills with the with the ball to be able to um, integrate that down into one day in T20 cricket as well so he's as for me he's I I never miss a game that he plays because I just love watching him mm. play the way he goes about the game he's obviously got he's got extreme height as well which is a huge advantage as a bowler to give him a little bit more of a um, competitive advantage over the batters as well. So um, he, he, for me, is certainly nearly, well, I think he's one in the generation cricketer of his skill set that he has. Um, and he, he seems like he's got a really good head on his shoulders as well. And he's just taken it all in his stride, which is even even more impressive which is skill, with the skill set that he's got. Yeah, Mitchell Stark, did he remind everyone, especially the selectors, um, in the ODIs how potent he is after being left out of those, we leave those clutch out? T20 games? Yeah, yeah I know. It's... Too hard to get your head around, isn't it? That, that last game against the big game against Afghanistan, we needed to Australia needed to dominate that game, which means you need your biggest, your biggest and best wicket taker to to be playing. And it's Mitchell Stark. He doesn't normally need too much of ammunition to, to be able to show how good he is, and he, he certainly showed that in this series, which is no surprise to majority uh, of people around around Australia and around how, the world. How relieved would the Poms have been at that time when he wasn't playing? Hey, how's your book going, mate? I know you, you released a book. It was only a few weeks ago, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah, winning the end of battle. It's going. It's going really well. It's been. Um, really nicely received it's just um, a mental skills book that's specifically for cricket but the the principles are very um well, across the board to anyone who wants to be the best they can be and just understand what how to create the right mental environment so um yeah it's going it's going it's going really good it's oh. something that i've always from the time that i got um i got access to this information about five years ago um it's been in, in the process to be able to get this book out there so and I'm self-publishing it, so I'll have to put it out there. The only way that you can purchase the Winning the Inner Battle is through my website, shamewatson.au. Um, so it, uh, yeah, it's, it's, go, it's going, it's going really well. Which um, I had, a, I had a sense with working um, with people around the mental skills for the last four years that it was going to be pretty well received, and, and it has been, which is really nice. Christmas coming up too. Yes. Perfect timing. Interesting. Now I'm sure this is in the book, but out of all the great players you played with or against. Is there a player that comes to mind that was able to control that, you know, that inner battle? Was that be able to control every facet of their professional life? There was a few that really stand out to me. Shane Warne was certainly one of those. He was just incredible. Just been able to shut out the noise and just focus on the pro of what he needed to do every single ball and just do it ball after ball. That was one of his incredible strengths. Um, Matt Hayden was probably the one that stood out to me. He was able to develop that that mental that mental toughness to be able to not even have the discipline in his own thoughts to be to be able to not even look at the scoreboard and just be that process driven on just watching and reacting to the ball coming down and doing that ball after ball that he didn't even look at the scoreboard and to know how many runs he was on. And that for me is incredible mental discipline and mental toughness just to be able to just stay totally present and react to the ball that's coming down and have no, not allow yourself to be able to um, have any other thoughts um, infiltrate your mindset whatsoever. So, that for me was something that was very, very inspiring.
great insight. Shane Watson.au yeah. if you want to get the book before Christmas. Uh, great Christmas gift. And, and you're there for uh, also a, a great initiative and great support for Moorlambar Cricket Club um, and in conjunction with Woolworths, giving back to the regional cricket much needed, uh, which was heavily affected by the flood. So, Shane Watson, thank you for taking time out and joining us on Sports Day. My pleasure. It's great to chat to you guys. Thanks so much for having me. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Sports Day, sports update. Yeah, don't miss the Queensland Flame on December 1 to see who will represent Queensland at this year's The Phoenix. Head and Warner dominated last night's ODI. Sure did. Biggest defeats for England ever in ODIs. 221 runs. It was an absolute flogging. It was uh, 150 odd to head and 100, 100 to Warner, and they both cleaned up head name player of the match. How good's his form been since he spoke to us? Like, I thought we were a curse. We're normally a curse, mm. this show, but I tell you what, he's he had a really good ODI series. Yeah, but it, you shouldn't say that because you won't get any more interviews, will you, being such an important <laughs> uh, member know. of the uh, cricket media. Now, I can see you're boiling over with this. Come on, speak your mind. Oh, Justin Langer uh, yeah. on a on a podcast uh, called Backchat. Um, I tell you what, he, he's let it rip. He, he talked about a lot of things in this podcast. This podcast goes for an hour and 40 minutes. I'm still only halfway through it. Mm. But it's a, a, a relaxed Justin Langer, like I've never seen him before, mucking around with these WA boys, who he's obviously mates with. And he just, he let loose on everything, including, and I'm not even up to this bit in the podcast yet, but, I've read about it on on uh, code. Uh, what's it called? Code Code Sports or whatever it is. Yep. Um, he he just went to town on the likes of Pat Cummins and other players that you know weren't honest to his face and were backstabbing. Nice to his face, backstabbing him behind his back, and they'll they, he's called them cowards. Well, what he said is, you know, media sources or journalists say, "Oh, a source has told me," because he kept reading that sort of stuff, and he said they should be saying. A coward has told me because they're not brave enough to come forward. And see, Justin Langer, I think uh, they call him the players. Some of them said, "Oh, he's too confrontational." He says, "I'm just honest." He's just up front. Well, you can't be honest. honest. Well, you can. Obviously, this, you can't. Not this generation. And and it is a different generation. And I I grew up with that. Uh, you know, where the coach called you out, well, during Weren't training, you? and you walked over, and he went, "Hey, I just got to let you know what you did." On the weekend, blah, or at half time in front of everyone, just go, Badge, are you kidding yourself? Badge, when you were playing in Brisbane, the great Bobby McCarthy, when he was coaching you at South, turned the water off on a tap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he actually took the tap off it's, off the top so no one could have any that's water. That's cruel. But, yeah, well, but it's I don't weakness. think Justin Lang is that. Water was water weakness, was weakness. Right? I don't think Justin Lang was that, that cruel to him. Uh, but yeah, they, the feed, well, we kept hearing that, and we still keep hearing. And players just say, oh, yeah, he's too upfront, too con- confrontational. And he's just trying to get the get his job done to the best of his ability. Unfortunately, different generation uh, of players and sports people and even non-sports people, they just never get that in their lives. But, uh, again, I mean, they never get it at school. They never get it in sport. Mm. They never lose anything. No. They come, yeah, oh, congratulations, you didn't lose. You came 19th yeah. out of 19. Yeah. Here's a medal. It's, yeah, here's your... Participation ribbon. Yeah. yeah. But, mate, look, it's just, again, you know my feelings on Pat Cummins. 
I'm not, I'm, I'm not falling for let, the BS around Pat Cummins. Let me put this in perspective. He says, Langer says, um, this is the hardest part for him. They'd won the T20 World yep. Cup. He'd been in charge for four years. Helped them pick up from the, the drama of Sandpaper Gate. Yep. They won the T20 World Cup. They won the Ashes and they were number one in the world. And he got pushed out. When he want, they wanted to give him a six-month deal while they're getting ready to put yeah. someone else in. And he said, no, you're kidding yourselves. The other thing he did say, Badge, one of his biggest mistakes in the four years that he was in charge, he only spoke to the board three times. Yeah. And he said, as, as a member, he's on the board of the West Coast Eagles, is it? And he said, very, very common. Like, off, he knows everything that's going on as a board member. Mm. Not making decisions about everything, but has to be across everything. And he said, and the coach mm. is, is, is at almost every board meeting they have, which is a regular event. So he had there was a bit of a disconnection there between him and the board. How's how's this for a? We'll move he, off. He could this. have been at some of those board meetings where they were trying to get rid of him. Uh, abso- yeah, with, without a doubt. Been. And then and he it, could have spoken. He could have told he could him have exactly said, what oh, actually was going on. Yeah, and he go, "Oh, boys, I'm in the room. Yeah, hello, <laughs> I'm, I'm over here. I know I'm not tall. <laughs> yeah, but I'm here in the corner. But yeah, I just and badge. Most cricket fans that I and my mates we talk to, and they're blowing up about. His treatment today. We've got these, you know, message boards that we have on, on WhatsApp and that. All of my mates are all saying the same thing. We need him as leader of Australian cricket because Pat Cummins has too much power, and we've got to be careful. We really, you again, players won't get you to number one and keep you at number one. Yes, they've had a great series against England and. And credit to them, but this is an England that doesn't even want to be here. They what, want to go home. What after about when we T20. didn't? When we didn't have strong coaches. Before Bobby Simpson took over, and yeah, even when John Buchanan question. was there, and we had, you know, we had Alan Border as a captain, and Steve War as a captain, and Mark Taylor, and they were making the big decisions. Yep. Why can't that still happen? Because, as we both said at the start of this segment, different era, mm. different era. You could be honest with each other. Could you imagine the players being honest with each other now? Can you imagine it in this podcast. Oh, well, I, you know, I would would like to think that Steve Smith. You know, when he was, he could go up to players and, and Steve Smith would tell them. David Warner would, yeah. But could you imagine someone going well, up Aaron, to Pat Cummins Aaron and Finch, telling? Well, Aaron Finch, who was the one day in T20 captain, he said, oh, he said to, words to the effect of Justin Lang, "Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not really good with confrontation." Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't been able to let you know exactly how I feel. No, that's not confrontation. It's honest, called honesty. Mm. You don't have to have a fight over it. Anyway, uh, Brisbane Roar update. Watch Brisbane Roar A-League matches live on Paramount+. Plus. We can't at the moment because we're in a hiatus whilst the uh, the World Cup is on. Um, Brisbane Roar started off. Oh, this is the women's league. Is that right, Jack? Yeah. Oh, that's going. Sorry, I thought the men. I thought we were, yeah, the, the women started off with a great 2-1 victory over Newcastle on the weekend, which was which was great. Sure did. They're at home this week, uh, the girls, uh, at against Canberra United at 2 p.m. at Perry Park. Beauty. So watch every Izuzu Ute A-League match live on Paramount+. Plus. Brisbane Raw tickets at Ticketek, the eight-seat Kia Carnival. A grand utility vehicle. They bring you sports day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Oh, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll throw in this one. Uh, this is amazing. Saudi Arabia defeating Argentina in the World Cup overnight, 2-1. Uh, Argentina hadn't lost a game for about 100 years. 
Uh, Lionel <laughs> Messi scored their first goal. Looked like they were home and hosed. And then Saudi Arabia somehow won. They, they, I think they're like the second or third lowest ranked team. Yep. The King declared a national holiday. Oh, good on him. Yep. Good on him. It was massive, massive news for Saudi Arabia. Oz uh, flicking between... uh about the bonus they'll get? Oh. It'll just be gold. Or maybe it'll just be oil. They'll all get an oil oh, field. Imagine that. I was flicking between that and your mum, my dad, uh, last night. Mm. And in the commercial breaks, that's the princess allowed me to flick it over in commercial breaks. And I saw at one stage Argentina were leading 1-0 and then scored another goal. But it was disallowed because it was offside, their player. But wow. they looked like they were doing it easy. And when I woke up this morning, I heard they, they've lost 2-1. Incredible. Wow. Well done, Saudi Arabia. Um, and that's who I'm going for in the World Cup. I'm off Australia already. Uh, you and I share that's re- – oh, sorry. I've got to play that. Come on, that's ridiculous. Argentina will come back now and win the whole thing. You reckon? Yep. Good. It happens. They'll do it. Um, Black Friday sales. What? Hang on. What? Come on, that's ridiculous. Seriously, Badge. Don't start me. We, we've just come off Halloween, which oh. is just rubbish. I know that's Irish and it's not American, but it's driven by American culture. But Black Friday sales. Are, hang on, hang on. It's not Friday. And it's not. Black no, Friday it is the away. 13th. It, no, Black, their Black Friday is when they. Whose? It, traditionally, it's America. Oh, don't. And I can't even talk about that. And it's their massive sales after Thanksgiving. Okay. What's, and what's that? Well, that's what's that, that to us? What is Thanksgiving? Uh, well, nothing to us. It's Very... about big chooks or something. <laughs> that's right. What but goes it's on? it's not. It's a big day in American yeah, history. Good. But that's good for them. That's yeah, great. You right. celebrate. In fact, they say it's bigger than Christmas for in America. Right. Oh. It's a big family day. People get together. They put on stupid jumpers. They watch the footy and all that sort of stuff. But why, <laughs> if we're not celebrating? If we're not celebrating Thanksgiving, which means bugger all to us, why are we having these? Black Friday sales, which Badge quite rightly says, last a week. Come on, that's ridiculous. What? It's just, it's just, how many sales can we friggin' have in Australia? We just used to do the Boxing Day sale, remember? I can't speak anymore. <laughs> I can't mention those three words. Black Friday sale. Okay. Those ones. Is this it? We're just, my, my kids are driving me, uh, dragging me to Apple on Thursday night to go and buy them a computer because Dad had the Black Friday sales on. It's like, what? Your, your kids are brainwashed. <laughs> they are. It's sad. Well, they, they get every, all their news from TikTok, say no oh, more. <laughs> the eight seat Kia Carnival, grand new utility vehicle. If you've got it, that's ridiculous for us. Shoot it through to us 0457 736 736. Last blast on the way next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, last blast uh, and weather time too, by the way. I just got to do that first. New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in Atherton on 99.1 FM, home of the Atherton Roosters. Ever play up there, Badge? be too hot, wouldn't it? No, Toddy Carney went up and played there when he was in between uh, clubs, when he got in a bit of trouble. Oh, did the he? Atherton Roosters, yeah. Nice. Yeah, very warm. Uh, probably a bit sore today. Pre-season started last, oh, last did it? night. Yeah. Okay. Top of 28, partly cloudy day, low of 13 overnight. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Do we have to? Honestly. Yeah. yeah I, well, building a more resilient Queensland, that's Suncorp spirit. I hope they make me more resilient because uh, yeah. this is rubbish Gallant tonight. versus Hodges tonight and uh, I hope Gal goes out. As a winner, this is his last fight, and he's done extremely well in his sporting career. And 
Helped boxing no end. Great promoter as well. But Latrell Mitchell, I see he's put his World Cup bonus on Hodges knocking Gallon out. So, How much is that worth? Fair bit of money. I think he got something, gamble like, responsibly. Got something like eight to one. Thousands of dollars. So, yeah, gamble responsibly. What about the AFL boss, Gil McLaughlin? Obviously stepped down uh, earlier this year uh, as the boss of the AFL. He's back again. He will be in charge of the AFL for 2023. Oh, I thought he was still there when he, when he was going, but he's going to hang around for a bit longer. Yeah. Um, he's going to wait until after the Magic, magic Round. Magic Round, yeah. He just well, it's not Magic Round. Magic Dust. What's he called? They haven't called it Magic Round. Uh, okay. They've called it something else. Everyone they... in one town round. Adelaide. And what about Cristiano Ronaldo? Gone. Gone ski. Where's he going to go? I don't know. Jack Webb. Would the Brisbane Raw be able to get him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where he's off to. According to Forbes, uh, Manchester United is worth a huge $4.6 billion. Okay. That's £3.7 billion. Pounds. I just did a, a quick calculation. How much would have they paid him out, Jack? Uh, they're going to sell the club. Is that because he's gone or just coincidental? Well, get him off the books makes it a more interesting prospect then, doesn't it? Right. Because he was earning a mil a week. Oh, yeah. Good on him. 52 mil is not a lot of money, is it, Gary? No. I mean, you were getting close to that, the Raiders, were you? Give me a week there and I'd retire. World Cup preview tonight, 9 o'clock, Morocco. This, these are Australian Eastern Daylight Time, so for Queensland, take an hour off. Morocco versus Croatia uh, at 11 p.m. Queensland time. Germany versus Japan. Jeez, that'll be a good game. 3 a.m., uh, well, 2 a.m. Queensland time. Spain versus Costa Rica. And then tomorrow morning, the early game, 5 a.m., Belgium versus Canada. There you have it. Beauty. Make sure you've got the right insurance this storm season. Search Suncorp Home Insurance for quote today. We'll be back tomorrow. Badge, we'll be back with Fast Pack Thursday. That'll be tomorrow. See you later. Goodbye! Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.